0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Dan Michaels and welcome to the Slowdown Method Podcast. Hey everyone, hope you guys are having a wonderful day today. Just want to say thank you for joining me on another Wednesday here on my podcast. If you are a new listener, just want to say thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast. And if you are a returning listener, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, Thank you so much for listening, and if you feel like it, you can always share my podcast here on either Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or if you like, you can jump on anchor.com. That's where I record my podcast here, and I bring out new episodes every Wednesday, so make sure you share them with your friends, your family, your neighbors. Heck, you can even share it with strangers. Maybe they would appreciate it, but without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, thank you for joining me for another episode here on my podcast. Hope you're doing well today. And like always, I hope your week is going wonderful. Guys, it is a new day. Yes it is. I am officially another year older and wow, what what a time in life. I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, I used to think about, you know, growing up and uh, I don't know, I guess being in my career, my dream job, you know, what I want to be when I grow up. Um, you know, thinking about the cool car I'm gonna drive. Um, had no idea what that was, whatever that was. <laughs> Crazy. Um, and then, you know, you see wild dreams. But, it's weird because I think I planned my life, or at least had expectations, up to, like, maybe, uh, like, 22, maybe 23. And I will say that the last years of my life that I've lived, it's been a wild ride. I mean, there's a lot of things I didn't expect. Like I said, I only really planned to be like maybe 23, 24, maybe 25. Um, And everything else has just been like, all right, cool. So like, we're still here on this earth. Not to say I didn't want to keep living. But you know, like when you're a kid, you only had like a, uh, a finite imagination you know and I mean you know we've all watched the Disney movies we all watched the random other like rom-coms and stuff like that and people live happily ever after but there's there's a whole lot of after after the happily so that's what I'm learning I'm learning to uh I guess make more plans have more dreams. Better yet, go back to the, um, the drawing board and see, hey, you know where I'm going? Is it where I want to be? Am I who I want to be? This, and that, and the other. And needless to say, it's great to see that I'm still growing. I still have the opportunity to grow. And even though our society is slowly crumbling because of everything else, I still have the opportunity to grow. So, hey, it's a great time. All that to say is, Everyone who had wished me a happy birthday, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, You know, it's my first time having my birthday at home in, like, 10 years. So that's been a very interesting event. Very low-key. Nothing crazy, unfortunately. Uh, But at the same time, fortunately, because... I don't know, like, I want, like, this big extravaganza party. But then at the same time, I'm like... But I also don't. I think what I would want... Is just to hang out with a bunch of people, um, but that's it, you know, but hey, either way, I still got to hang out with some people, got to spend time with my family, um, and I got some wicked cool gifts, so, you know, it's great, uh, 10 out of 10 would recommend for my birthday. <laughs> but yeah, so besides that, though, you should know that this week, this week that we are in right now, I don't know why I segmented my words like that, but this week is my last week at my current job. And I will say that I am both thrilled, but also sad. Thrilled because, you know, new opportunity, more money, bigger status, the whole nine yards, you know, just pumping my brain full of serotonin and dopamine and just feeling like a bee's knees. But a little bit sad because I will say my manager who, uh, you know, I work under, he's been actually a pretty great guy. And I will say there are some things that, maybe rub me a little bit in the wrong way. Not in a bad way, but maybe not, like, my most favorite things. But I will say the guy's a great manager. You know, I will say he's a, a very effective doer. When I say he's a great leader, Uh, you know, we're all learning. And I would say maybe he might need to polish that skill up. But I will say it has challenged me to be a better me. Um, you know, just being at a normal associate level and, like, Trying to follow someone who may not know how to communicate the best, right? Um, I think we've all been there in some way or another, whether at school or work or whatever. But yeah, all that to say is I am excited. It's going to be a great time. Again, bittersweet because I'm saying goodbye to my manager. Um, and I, I'm not going to lie. I gave him my two weeks notice, um, you know, a week ago. And it was... It was sad, because I gave him my notice, and his first response was, Oh, no. And I was like, no, dude, like, don't say that. I mean, granted, it's only me and him working at this store, and the higher-ups are expecting higher numbers. And I would almost argue some of those expectations are just a trickle effect, where the higher-ups are getting, like, uh, pressured from the next ranking in line, and so on, and so forth. So, I get it, but it's, it's weird, you know. And I will say, learning from the job that I've worked at now, I will say there's a certain kind of sales and retail that I fully am about, and then there's a lot where I don't respect and don't think it's right. Um, and, you know, I would agree that the company I work for, not my manager, but I would say the company that I work for as a whole is, you know, not really great if we're going to roast a company. And, you know, I would say that they're they're stingy on their money. They don't support their team. They don't support their leaders. They say there's opportunity because there's a high turnover rate. So all that to say, may I am roasting my job. But it's because, one, I'm leaving it two, you know, criticism. I would not... Tell someone to work at my job, not because it's like a difficult job, but I don't think they value you as a true worker. Um, And it's funny because my manager has been a really good reason why I've stayed so long because he is, you know, again, not the greatest communicator, but when we do get on the same level, it's great. But then I've also talked to another manager from another store, and he was just telling me, like, oh yeah, your pay's so good. First off, no, it's not. You should check your heart. Second, like, dude, I, I really don't care about all of your accomplishments, because, like, the things you're telling me don't affect me. If anything, they make you sound like the cool kid on the block who's really not cool, but he's trying to make himself cool. And three, like, uh, you're not even, like, my manager, dude. Like, I I don't really care, honestly. But that's me. And, you know, God's working on my heart. And he's telling me, yeah, it doesn't really matter And what he's saying. Yeah, 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 right. But needless to say, um, you know, new days, new dawns, new adventures are coming for me. You know, so big fun time there. Um, but, yeah, besides that, guys, pretty simple this week. Nothing too crazy. Um, but I wanted to talk about something that may be, what's the word? It may sound like clickbait, because to a degree, I guess, the way that I might title this is a little bit clickbaity, but there's a truth behind it, so I will say, the thing I wanted to talk about today is, and you might have seen it on my title of my podcast, is why I'm no longer a Christian. Now, to preface this, because I know you guys might, you know, run to your text messages or your Instagrams or this, that, and the other and try to DM me and all that, let me pause here and and clarify it. When I mean I'm no longer a Christian, there is a very legalistic side in which I am deciding to detach myself from versus... The relationship and the true meaning, I believe, of what being a Christian is. Now, I won't lie. I've gone, I've been, actually, let me, I guess, backtrack. I've been raised in the church since the since I can remember. You know, I mean, as soon as I got adopted off the plane, um, you know, my parents took me to church, bada bing, bada boom, uh, you know, Jesus forever, Woo, you know what I'm saying, um... Yeah, you know, I was I went to Sunday school. I went to church. I did the Sunday mornings. I did the Sunday evenings. I did the Wednesdays. I've done, you know, Friday youth group, Wednesday youth group, um, other days of youth group, youth conventions. You know, Uh, I went to a ministry school. I'm technically going to a Christian college, um, which you know it's expensive, Um, (laughs) but you know, like there's there is. Um, I would argue there is... Oh, I'm sorry. And even then, I'm I'm technically a reverend, or at least I used to be a reverend. Um, So I would say there is a lot of Christian and doctrine stuff um, just, you know, kind of in my DNA. I will say it honestly that I think if you were to look at who I am, yeah, most people would probably be like, oh, yeah, it makes sense why you're a Christian, right? Um, And I... I guess it's funny because, you know, there's always the, you know, you're a hardcore Christian or you're, I don't know, like a sinner, something like that, right? But I've, I think as the years gone by and as I've gone to, you know, a different church or gone to, um, you know, a ministry program or left another church and tried a different one and, you know, this, that, and the other, I've definitely experienced a lot of, what's the word? I guess, you know, the best way to say it, different perspectives. Um, You know, again, for me, when I was a kid, I went to, um, you know, one church for, I think, most of my childhood. Then I went to high school and went to that church for, I think, uh, let's see, maybe like eight or so years. um, Until I went to, and, and even then, I used to go to it when I would come back from my ministry program. But then I would fly off to the ministry program, go to the church there, and this, that, and the other, you know. And it was, you know, it was all good, but I learned a lot. Um, and it's funny because I guess I always thought I was a quote-unquote good Christian, and then I went to my ministry program and, you know, went through like a more, um, I don't want to say legalistic, I want to say more structured Uh, an organization with the church that was associated with that program and because of that it was good but again I like (laughs) it sounds weird I almost like turned it up a notch in my Christian um, I guess expectations or legalism and you know I'm and I'm not gonna say like you know what I mean legalism I, I don't mean like You know, we should just throw away laws, we should just throw away our core values as Christians or anything like that. No, what I'm saying is, like, you know, I don't believe that you have to go to church every Sunday. The, The reason why is because, you know, your relationship with God should not equal your attendance at a church, I know, whoa, Dan, here you go, you're going straight to hell, right? Ooh, boy, Get. Ta- you know, you're. we're going to pray for you, right? How many people am I going to get messages from, I'm praying for you? Or, you know, the, the backhanded comment, oh, yeah, he's just going through some things, you know? God's really just taking him through a season, you know? The reason why I mock it is because I've heard so many people use that kind of phrasing or, you know, just have that critique, right? And... And I won't lie, us Christians are not exactly the, uh, maybe the most, um, polite sometimes, is, is the best way I can say it. Um, you know, there's a lot of things where I think we can do better at. Actually, there's probably a lot of things we can do better at. Arguably, the whole human race can do a lot better in a lot of things. But that's neither here nor there, and that's a lot more of a conversation. But, just speaking on my own life... I have struggled for a long time with my relationship with Christ um, because of the fact that I've always felt like my relationship, even though I was told, you know, my relationship with God is through grace, so it's a gift and I can't do anything to earn it, right? Even though I was told that, I was always kind of taught another thing as well where, you know, even though your works didn't matter, they also matter. Like, you were, you can be a good Christian, but if you really did a lot of these Christian things, something about you would just be better, almost. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> again, whether that was your attendance at church. Do you read your Bible every day? Do you... You know, dear Devos, do you write in your journal? You know, do you, I don't know, post something on Instagram or Facebook about how good God is? And, you know, <clears throat> or like, do you watch sermons and take a bunch of notes? Um, you know, just stuff like that. And don't get me wrong, I will say those things are great. I think those things are good you know I mean maybe not always posting stuff on Facebook because there's a lot of things people shouldn't be posting on social media but y'all do it anyway so that's wild um but you know I will say that my life has been you know I think in the season that I am I'm a little bit more deconstruction deconstructing what I believe with my relation with Christ and with the church. Um, So I guess in a better way of saying it, sorry, I'm like thinking on my toes here, um, is like, okay, when you go, like for people who go to church, you know, because a lot of people claim they're Christian because they go to church, right? Well, let me ask you this. If you only go to church, maybe on a Sunday. Better yet, let's let's give you the Wednesday, because you also go to a Wednesday night service or you're part of a youth group, a young adults group, kids kids church, the whole nine yards, right? And so let's say you go, you know, twice twice a week, right? Sure, that's great. Here's a better question for you. And this is not to like incriminate you, this is a question for myself, is okay, so if I'm going to church, cool. Um, am I reading my Bible to begin with? And I know this sounds like such a Sunday school little question, but it's true, you know? In the same way, hey, Dan, you know, and we're going to bring the gym into it, who would have thought? But if I go to the gym twice a week, sure, yeah, I'm, I'm getting quote-unquote healthy. Am I truly building the best results because I'm only going twice a week? Uh, maybe not. And, and here's a better question, Dan. Sure, let's go, let's say you go to the gym every day, Right. Do you also connect that with the diet you're living, aka your lifestyle, you know, and the question is, no, if I'm like, you know, just tearing apart Big Macs and large fries, which I do, um, you know, am I truly going to get the best results? Am I doing uh, what is required of me, regardless of the building I'm in, right? And so in the same way for people who go to church, you know, yeah, I'm glad you're going to church. But at the same time, if you're going to church to rely on your relationship with God, I would say that's probably not the greatest. Because again, now you're saying your relationship is now based off of the building you're going to, the community community you're engaged with, the pastor who's preaching. So let me ask you this. Let's say all of a sudden those friends who you had start, you know, saying some bad things, right? Or maybe the pastor who you thought was leading a good congregation turned out to have some weird scandal or, you know, start saying things that were not ethical or not biblically sound. Okay, cool, I get what you're saying, you know? Then it's like weird how you're now basing these people who are, again, none of us are perfect, but you're basing your relationship off of other people. Another example, if I'm dating someone, or may- maybe you're dating someone, if for those who are dating, sorry for those who are married, this may not apply, but I'm sure you can relate, when you're dating someone, it's you and that individual, and we're just talking monogamous relationships, I'm sorry for those who are in polyamorous relationships, you know, sorry, I just wanted to throw a lot of S's out there because I felt like I messed it up, and I felt insecure from Rosa myself, but... You know, when it's a one-on-one relationship, do you want other people, sorry, my voice crap, <clears throat> do you want other people saying whatever they want about your relationship? Do you want to hear everyone, their mother, telling you how to live your life with that other person, how to do the relationship with uh, that person, how to bring God in, how to do finances, how to have fun, how you should be dating, how you should be getting engaged, this, that, and the other, right? Last time I checked, and a lot of people who've had that happen, and I've seen it in my ministry program, it's one of the most annoying things in the world. Second, you don't even get to enjoy the relationship because now you're just following a bunch of other people's expectations, and it's not even your relationship to begin with. So that's a bummer. But, like, does that make sense? Like, understand that you should not be relying your relationship the one that you are supposed to be building with god one-on-one on other people yes those other people can help you so in the same way going to the gym someone like show me how to lift the weight better more effectively or put me on a better diet or you know if you're you know dating someone and you seek advice from a friend in a weird situation yeah but they're not telling you in everything you need to do, this is how you do it, this is how this happened, this is like that. No, it's all going to be different, right? So in the same way I encounter God, the same way I've built my relationship with God, the same way I'm growing my relationship with God, it's going to look different than maybe, you know, one of my other friends who maybe never had a struggle in their life. Their relationship with God and their life has been very, uh, you know, non-traumatic. Maybe they've had some bumps in the road, but they've never had to really climb out of a ditch like I've had before, right? Or some people have, you know, have deeper ditches that they've had to climb out of, and, you know, I can't relate with them. All that to say is our relationship with God is always going to be different in the individual. Now, I will say church is good because it can bring community, you know, it can be good, but again, you know, and in the same way, you know, I hate to bring the Bible into it, but since we're talking about church and stuff, you know, in the same way that Proverbs talked about how one friend sharpens another, so iron sharpens iron. Um, yeah, I mean, I will say, you having a good community can make you a better person, and that can be in any realm, whether that's church, whether that's your workforce, you know, your circle of friends, you know, they always say, you know, you... Well, maybe not everyone, but there's a saying where, like, you want to be maybe, you got to watch your circle, pretty much, because the circle you're in is the representation that shows who you are. So if you're in a bad circle, people are going to see the circle you're in and just assume that you are not good. Or vice versa, if you're in a really good circle, a really smart circle, a really, I don't know, funny circle, they're going to assume that you're funny, you're great, you're humorous, whatever, right? And so, all that can say is, I've looked at a lot of the circles in my life, in my Christian life, um, which is, I guess, my normal life, um, and I've, I've honestly been very, um, not hesitant, I've been very aware and very, um, what's the word? I, it sounds weird, but I've been very cutthroat in the decisions I've made in certain Christian things and thoughts and theories um, because at the end of the day, if it's not good, I gotta cut it off, right? In the same way you want to get better, you cut certain things out, right? Sure, you know, maybe you shouldn't go cold turkey at some cases, but, you know, like in the same way, like if you're in a bad relationship and that girl or boy keeps, you know, trying to text you and talk to you Sometimes the best thing to do is just get out of dodge, cut them out, block them, do whatever you gotta do, right? Sometimes, like, yes, it's not great, yes, it sucks, but if that helps, you gotta do what you gotta do. Been there, and done that, right? Um, and so, again, to say like, and and like, it makes me sound bad because I'm doing, yeah, you know, I'm using the terminology cutthroat, and you know, in the Christian realm and stuff, it's so funny how. We always talk about, you know, we should be nice and graceful and stuff like that. But then, you know, other times we're really quick with our actions, right? And you can say the same thing about me. But I will say that, you know, the things I've seen that I truly enjoy about my church, about my relation with Christ and the community I'm in, I want to keep those. But the things that I do not agree with, I do not want in my life, nor do I want to share with others, um, or it's a poor representation of who I am with the label Christian... I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to tell you, you know. And again, you know, maybe this is not what everyone wants to hear. But I've seen, you know, a lot of people who were super legalistic in the ministry program I was in. Like, and, and I would argue, <clears throat> I would argue, there's still a lot of people who were, who left that program or has some bond with that uh, program and are super legalistic still. Love it, great, you know, like, I get it, that's you, and you know, if that's for you, I get it. For me, I am not that kind of a guy. I, there's a lot of things I've brought to the table, whether it's me praying, whether that's me doing my own research, or even, like, conversing with other people who, again, may not have the same perspective as me or might have similar views as me and be able to bounce off different thoughts and theories, perspectives, see if I'm aligned with maybe the word or just, like, you know, am I just right overall, right? And so it's been very interesting. And in no way am I telling you, all right, dude, like, I'm, I'm peacing out. I'm not going to be a Christian anymore. No, I would say that I desire to have such a real and authentic relationship with Christ and be able to share that with the people around me, that when people hear that I'm a Christian, instead of them thinking I'm going to cast them to hell because they're a sinner of some kind of some sort, and they expect me to live a life of perfection, I want them to be able to see me in the same way that I've seen God, and, you know, he sees me with grace, and I want to be grace and just a normal human being towards other people. You know, and granted, I will admit, Dan himself, me, myself, and I, am probably not the most normal person. I know, who would have thought, me, not completely normal, right, Um, but no, I mean, I've I've had multiple conversations, and, you know, with different people, and they've said, like, oh, you're a Christian, and I'm like, yeah, and they're like, wow, that's so weird, like, I, I didn't think you were a Christian, because I guess usually when I've talked about other things that maybe not are kosher for Christianity, or don't share that belief, usually they're like, they scoff, or they say some like, rude comment, or they wanna like, debate with me. And for me, I've always told them like, well, I don't think that's who I am. You know, we all live different lives, and like, yeah, sure, if you ask me my opinion on certain things and matters, I would love to share that. But I'm not here to, I guess, uh, become Bible man and destroy you with the holy word. I'm here to build relationships with you and, you know, try and make you better, try and make me better and build authentic relationships. So like, yeah, at the end of the day, if so happens, you and me are growing together and we're quote unquote sharpening each other in life and making ourselves better. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised that there will be conversations about my Christianity or your lifestyle choices that you've done. Maybe like I've talked to people who believe in uh, who are Buddhists, who were Satanists, who didn't believe in any God, you know, believed in God, and believed in God in a whole different manner than what I believe, you know, people who believe, um, I don't know, uh, like, they knew the crystals, or they knew tarot cards, or astrology, or, you know, um, oh, I'm sorry, what's the word, uh, Enneagram, stuff like that, you know, and I'm not saying any of this is, like, you know, teach their own, right, but, I've encountered so many different people from all different walks of life, and to say, like, I guess if the first thing to do in engaging with someone in conversation and trying to build a relationship is not me to pull out my little knives of Christianity and try to stab the person in persecution, but it should be a bridge on going, hey, you're different, I'm different, I would love to know what your life is about, hopefully I can share some of my stuff as well, and doing so... I believe that we can do what God has called us to do. And, I don't know, that's that's my way of saying it. And, you know, I know there's a lot more theological stuff we can break down. You know, there's a lot of different things we can, like, girl talk and spill some tea on, you know. But, like, you know, again, this is me saying, like, I truly believe that at the end of the day, you know, I still believe in God. I still believe I am a Christian. But there is a lot of times when... I tell people I'm Christian and immediately there's a difference in how they respond to me because they're almost afraid that I'm just, I don't know, something different. Now, granted, when I used to work at Vans, um, I had a, a friend slash co-worker slash a manager at a time or a floor supervisor at a time where he would called me the man of the cloth. And it was because, again, your boy was a Christian. And I did not spout out like, yo, oh, Jesus, this, that, and the other. No. There's a lot, of, I, I probably didn't talk about God that much, give or take, but I mean, through the friendships and relationships I've built with people, yeah, there was always the conversation here and there, you know, and, um, but again, I would argue, I've built some of my favorite relationships from the people that I work with at Vans. and granted, you know, there are some people who live and believe a lot of the same things I did in one way or another, political, ethical, core values, spirituality, all that. And then there was people who went, who were just way opposite of who I was, right? And, I don't know, I was still friends with them, you know? I mean, unless maybe they weren't funny. <laughs> or maybe, like, they were a little peculiar in certain ways, and you couldn't just build a normal relationship with them. But, you know, that's, that's getting the nitty-gritty of things. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, guys, I am here to tell you that I just want to be better, you know, I always talk about getting better in my mentality, like, all the time, and my emotions, um, and also the gym, because, I don't know, I guess I'm a gym rat, even though I'm, like, a small Asian man right now, Uh, (laughs) um, but, like, you know, when I talk about my spiritual side, I'm always, um, what's the word, I'm always very aware of it, because I know a lot of people who I'm, have friendships with, are not, sharing the same views as me, and it's funny, because, you know, again, like, I don't know why, people are so polite to me about the spirit- spirituality of me, uh, which I really do appreciate, because they may say things, or do things where, you know, for them, it's okay, but then they'll see me, and be like, oh, you know, like, um, you know, ah, sorry, man, or or whatever, and I'm like, no, dude, like, you know, I'm, I'm not here to, like, judge you, I'm not in the, the judger of your life i'm just trying to like be there and like be with you you know and and support you in whatever ways you know sure you may do things i don't do but like that doesn't make me like pull out my sword of the spirit and start slaying you know what i mean like i don't know that's that's just me right and at the end of the day you know like i've said a lot of the things that i've encountered at the various churches that been and, and granted, I would argue it's mainly one that comes to mind that has been a very big factor in my, um, maybe my hard-headedness in my uh, legalism of Christianity, where there's a lot of stuff that, you know, you just did, or you had to look this way, or had to speak that way, or you had to, you know, come to church on Sunday, Wednesday, you know, Saturday service, whatever service, you had to be involved in the church, you know, and like, I don't know, y'all, it's, again, you know, maybe you're part of a church, maybe you're part of ministry, maybe you're a pastor, maybe you're, you have nothing to do with church, and you will all say something about what I'm saying. Some of y'all may agree, some of y'all may not agree, some of y'all think you gotta pray for me because I'm going to hell, and some of y'all go, hell's not even real, right? So, all that to say is that, like, yeah, there's, again, I don't believe my relationship is based off church. I want to have a relationship with God, and, you know, I would love to be around people who also want to do that, but, you know, at the same time, like... If I miss a Sunday, it doesn't mean I'm, like, less on the totem pole for Christ. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I got one more foot going to hell, you know what I mean? No, it's not that. Because that's not relationship, you know? Like, who wants to be in a relationship where you have to look at, like, the good and bad, and you are now, like, walking on eggshells, making sure you're hitting all, like, the right buttons? Like, this isn't squiggings of Christ. It's Relationship of Christ. And... It's just so funny because we all try, and again, maybe that's a very general term, a lot of us try our best, we strive a lot to get closer to God, to be a better Christian, right? To gain God's love. Um, And one of my pastors in my ministry program, he, uh, you know, say like, we, we strive a lot, but we forget that God is constant, and he loves us. So, at the end of the day, like, there's nothing more we can do to gain God's love, and there's nothing um, less we can do where we lose his love, you know? In the same way God loves me as a Christian right now, God loved me when I was a sinner. In the same way God loves you if you believe in him or not, you know? Like, it. it's not like he's, like, how do I say it? Jesus came down to earth for those who believe in Jesus and believe he's the son of God or, you know, whatever y'all like, or at least believe he, you know, showed up on the world. Like he didn't come from people who, you know, did the right things in the legalism of the Jewish law. Homeboy came and met with people who were living life. And I would argue there's a lot, like, I guess people would say, no, God met with the sinners, you know, met with the, the bad people, the outcasts, and this and the other. Hello? Let's pause for a moment. Like, n- he just came for normal people. He came for someone like me, who was just, I don't know, who was just, like, a normal person. Someone who's not going to be, maybe, famous. I mean, maybe I will I don't know. But, like, at least for right now, I'm not famous, you know? I'm not, like, you know, this social media guru. I'm not this you know, crazy music artist or anything like that. I'm just a normal kid. Okay, I'm not kid anymore. I'm a normal old man <laughs> who's trying to figure out life. And even then, God came for me. He chose to encounter me. He sent his son to on the cross for me, an average Joe. My name's still Dan, though. Um, and, you know, he did that for you. And again, this is not some weird roundabout way to call you to the altar and say, let's repent and let's pray and get you closer to God. No. I mean, again, would love, would love for you to have conversations about Christianity and hopefully have the right conversations with the right people. Um, And, you know, I would argue that I don't know everything about, you know, Christianity. There's still stuff I'm learning. There's still stuff I'm working on. Um, But, like, again, that's, like, the whole point, like... I am still learning to be in a relationship with God. In the same way I'm learning to be a better friend to my homies and, you know, be a better son to my parents and be a better brother to my sister and be a better employee to my manager, Um, you know, like, it's all growing, you know? We don't walk into perfection. It's, It's growing in progress. So, you know, that's all I got today. And I know, again... It's not that I don't want to be a Christian. It's just that I want to be a Christian that's authentic, and if that means I don't want to be a Christian anymore, because that sounds bombastic, sure. I mean, I'd rather say that and, and I guess, toss off the legalism that a lot of Christians seem to acquire and, and then weigh that in their relationship with Christ I would love to throw that off. That's like a shackle or a handcuff or a prison cell that I would gladly walk out of if that means I can have a genuine relationship with Christ and want to grow with Him in the same way I want to grow in my friendships with other people. Call me crazy. But that's all I have, you know, and again... I'm not going to hell, and this is not me telling you to go believe whatever you want, I'm saying yeah, do your research, have your time to, you know, have those conversations, whether it's someone maybe like me, again, don't know a whole lot about everything, but I'll try my best, or, you know, other people who you can trust in and and won't, like, I guess, uh, beat you down with the Bible, but have an open conversation. And, yeah, you never know what you'll learn. Maybe at the end of the day, you walk away going, yeah, you know, God's cool, but, like, I'm still not all about it. Or maybe you're like, cool, like, I think the, the guy's all that in a bag of chips. I want to know more. Awesome. Would we'll love that. But, yeah, I mean, that's all I got for you today. Um, I guess at the end of the day, it's an invitation for you just to um, be better as a human being. Be better in what we do every day. Realize that who we encounter, yes, you might be a Christian, but you could be a horrible person, and so (laughs) at the end of the day, I am more or less encourage you guys, hey, don't be a butt face, be better, and the way that you're growing physically, and mentally, and emotionally, I would love to see you do that spiritually, yeah, all right, well that's all, that's it for an old man's podcast, I'll catch you next week, take care.